When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. And welcome into an emergency edition of the Purple Podcast. I'm Judd. He's Declan. And um, we were done recording for the day. We did all our podcast stuff, Declan. And then the the news comes out from our buddy Tom Pelissero, NFL Network, former colleague of ours at uh, 1500 ESPN and Score North. Mike Zimmer, multi-year contract extension is being finalized by the Vikings. Our old buddy Collar, I saw, tweeted out that uh, it sounds like it's probably a three-year deal. Let me say this. No matter what I said about Zim previously, (laughs) I do believe that that with the Vikings about to play during a season when there's an ongoing pandemic and with a lot of distractions forthcoming and a a lot of probably unforeseen issues at hand, I think the move to extend and give security to your coach, if he is your guy, is the smart move because I think the pandemic has changed the price of poker. And I think the pandemic basically begs any team that has playoff aspirations to create as much certainty as possible. And now you've got Cousins signed for the next few years. Zim, it looks like, is getting a three-year contract. My guess is uh, GM Rick Spielman will be in lockstep as well and be extended. But this is the right move for the time. I agree, man. I, I You touched on it a little bit there with stability, and I, I think that's what the Vikings are also looking for here. I mean, Zimmer said, what, in January early that he expected a contract extension, and then there was another report from our friend Chad Graff about a few weeks ago that said he's still kind of a little irked that we are less than eight weeks from the official start of the season, and he still doesn't have that contract extension. And what I find interesting is, Judd, is they really just could have gone one year. You know, they could have just did this maybe one or two years. But if this is indeed a three-year extension, I mean, that just goes to show, I think, that Zimmer and Cousins and Spielman, mostly Zimmer and Cousins, whether you like it or not, are attached at the hip for the length of their contracts. Absolutely, yeah. And, and this is, look, there's going to be a faction who say, this is great, it's stability, um, it's the right move. There's going to be a faction that said, what are you doing? You, you could have fired your coach. I don't like Kirk Cousins. I'm not saying that. I'm saying fans are. So it, it's going to cut both ways. But three years, three years is a fair extension. Mike is 64. So he'll be 67, probably going on 68 at the end of this contract. That will probably be, I, I would guess, head coaching-wise about it. I mean, pushing... 70, I guess he could go on if he uh, so continues at that time. But yeah, back to uh, circle back to what you're saying too. This is now the window. And, and I do believe firmly, and here's where 
here's where Mike probably had an argument uh, or a good case for himself when he talked to the Wilfs and probably Rick and people within the uh, organization. 2020 looks like the Vikings aren't, aren't going to be bad, okay? So I'm not saying that they're going to be a four-win team. But 2020 has a lot of question marks. Yeah. New cornerbacks, right? Um, Stefan Diggs is gone. 15 draft picks, a, a lot of whom I'm sure with absolutely no um, OTAs, mini camps, Declan, a, a very con, convoluted, shortened probably training camp. 15 draft picks were probably going to, a lot of them, make this roster. All of that being said, I think if you're Mike, your case is you're really going to bring me back and judge me on 2020? Uh-uh, that's not fair. 2021, though, the price poker changes there a little bit because expectations go up. 2022, for sure. The one thing, to your point, that's very interesting about this is the, the Cousins aspect because the one guy who's going to be here probably for essentially the duration of time or most of it that Mike is here is going to be Kirk. But I think Mike probably made a very good case for himself saying, if we're going to do this, I, I need three years because 2020 could win eight games, could win 10 games, but it's got to be considered s- somewhat of a transition year. And again, to go back to the pandemic, you've lost everything, right? Yeah. No OTAs, mini camp out, you know, I'm sorry, but give me a break. Virtual off-season program what is that i sit in front of a computer and i learn your playbook that's garbage like there's no on-field time here training camp is going to be a complete mess at this point it looks like zero preseason games mike's a smart dude and mike could single-handedly say i am known for developing cornerbacks right like i developed roads i've developed a lot of good guys i am a cornerback defensive back whisperer and I can tell you this right now, Ziggy and Mark and Rick and Rob, I can tell you this, that if I don't have a preseason game in which to play these young corners, and I'm going to plug them in week one, and that could be against the Packers uh, at U.S. Bank Stadium. I don't know when week one is going to be. But if I'm going to have to plug in corners who, for the most part, have not played, and you're expecting me to make them be good against a litany of really good quarterbacks, that ain't happening. So. I think Mike does have a very good case. If I'm your guy, give me that stability. If I'm not your guy, that's fine too. But then let's end this. But if I am your guy, give me the stability to develop things you know I can develop, but you know those things take time. And also, you know, we always, especially a lot of football fans, love to talk about well how how meaningless the preseason is. Yeah, it's a little bit too long. What's the point and all this? And and the, the difficulty is now, if there indeed is no preseason game, which is looking like that's what we're trending towards, that means, you know, basically, even though a lot of these guys in the Vikings roster, I think, are set, you know, like I, I don't have, I don't look at it a lot as there's going to be some, there's going to be a lot of camp casualties, but there is going to be some because of this pandemic and because of the limited training camp and no preseason games and all that kind of stuff. So, this is difficult, and we're going to see how good of a coach Mike Zimmer is. And I'm under the belief at this point, if you have no preseason games, you go into week one against Green Bay, and then you just basically not run the table, but you're a 10-6, and 11-5 team, which I think would probably be very lofty expectations at this point for the Vikings, even, even with how, how much I, I do believe in Mike Zimmer, that if he's able to prove that, then that means that that three-year contract extension was a genius move because he's going to be able to show you that I was able to develop guys and, and, and basically rework this entire defense in the biggest global pandemic 
that not just hit the world but also sports. So I'm I'm sure. very curious to see how how it works works out. But I, I'm if I'm Zimmer, I feel just definitely a lot better about my job security now that I know I at least have a three year contract extension after this season. Yeah, and I, I think Mike probably had a pretty good case to say if I win eight games in 2020, don't complain too much, right? Yeah. Now the thing, the thing he also has too is he is now and he, he got the job in 2014. He is now. Uh, the third winningest coach in Vikings history. Okay, yeah. so so I know the playoffs have been eh, the playoffs have not been great, but as far as his success, he had he has a pretty good case to go and say I've done a lot of good good things here. And the one thing, and for those of us who have seen the Vikings play for a long time, the one thing that I will say is is from the moment Mike got here and has teamed with Rick. This thing, which previously at times, Dex, was definitely a gong show. Like, yeah. I mean, we saw some real gong show stuff. Um, from 2014 on, they have brought a stability and a professional approach to things that the Vikings really consistently hadn't had for years. And and that's got to say something. And I know, you know, with Mike, there's definitely a case to be made that that type of act can wear thin mm-hmm. and that there is a shelf life on a coach like that he's high pressure and all those things are potentially true, but I think there's cases on both sides to be made. And the one thing that Rick and Mike have going for them is they could definitely go into the Wilfs and say, look at what we've done. I mean, look at what you put up with previously, you know, back to the love boat, back to guys being in trouble. Uh, And it's not the guys don't get in trouble. Now they do sometimes, but it's not expected. It's not like a, a frequent thing. Like there has been a level of stability that those two have brought that is important. And I do think it speaks for something of a, of a culture that if you're the Vikings, you probably are a little bit leery of if we make a change and this culture shifts and changes in a negative direction, you went a long ways to get towards where Mike and Rick have probably gotten this team just from a level of being professional. And I've said it to you and Phil Mackey before, too, but, you know, I remember Denny Green. I have memories of Denny Green, but for my money, at least, and if I'm just looking at what Denny did over 30,000 foot view and what I have seen personally, what Mike Zimmer has done, I think Mike Zimmer's the best head coach of my lifetime. And I know you, you're probably just going to have those two in Zimmer, Denny Green, and everyone else is, you know, kind of goes by the wayside there, rightfully so. But I think Mike Zimmer has just been able to do so many great things in such a short period of time. Even since he entered the league, these are the only coaches that have a higher winning percentage than Mike Zimmer. Bill Belichick, Sean Payton, Mike Tomlin, John Harbaugh, Pete Carroll, Andy Reid. I think I can make a case that five of those six guys are probably NFL Hall of Fame coaches. Mike Zimmer's not in that category yet, but the point is those are the only guys who have posted more wins with them. And I would also point out that Belichick, Peyton, Tomlin, Carroll, and Reed have all had Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And the Vikings have had about eight different quarterbacks in seven seasons due to crazy circumstances. So this guy has been able to win with no matter who's under center. And and, and what, what we can also agree on from what we know pre-Zimmer is the Vikings really have never had a stout defense. They've had good pass rushes. They've had some opportunistic defenses, but they never had a clampdown defense where when the other team had the ball, you were confident that Minnesota was probably going to stop them. And that's what Mike Zimmer has been able to do for the most part. Now, how he schemes that this year is a little bit up for debate, but I I just, all that body of work that I laid out, I don't know how you could have let this guy go into the last year of his contract. Well, and this team has had some good 
defenses uh, previously, but I will say this. So the Wilfs get the team in 2005, right? And that was uh, going into Mike Tyson's last year as head coach. His contract was in its uh, last year. It was sort of a power struggle about who ran what and who ran what when. And then they transitioned to uh, Brad Childress and initially hired Fran Foley, who was Childress's right-hand man. And keep in mind, too, in 2006, when Brad was hired, Declan, he was given uh, control of the 53-man roster. So he became the de facto GM at that point. Um, Foley got blown out, I think, in May of 2006 because of a lot of problems. And Spielman was brought in, and Spielman became Brad's right-hand man. But they never really had a good structure. Like, Brad was trying to be the personnel guy and was pretty good, but he was also trying to be the coach and wasn't as good. And Rick had a say in things. And then eventually in 2010, when the whole um, season went to hell, Brad gets fired. Frazier comes in. Les, great guy. Les gets the job. First year here splits the basically personnel decisions with Rick. And then they go 3-13. and And then Rick gets the GM job. And Les is still the coach. And then eventually Les gets fired. But starting in 2014, I really think the Wills hit upon the smart structure. Like, I don't care who the names are. I think in this league, there's so much to do and to keep track of that you need a structure that's GM and coach. I don't I don't like co- coaches unless his name is Bill Belichick, right. having personnel power. Um, and so I think the Vikings starting in 2014 hit upon the formula that they should have found previously. And these guys are good. I yeah. mean, they're not – look, they both got their flaws. Rick's Rick struggles through the years to find a quarterback. We could certainly discuss, and it's a good discussion, and it's certainly on point that his struggles to find a quarterback have been real at times. But you have found a tandem that works. Kirk Cousins, no matter what we say about Kirk, Kirk Dex, Dex is not a disaster. He's not, you know, everything that you would probably like. He's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. But the point being is, I think this is a case of of going with the devil you know as opposed to the devil that you don't know. Yeah. And again, I'll bring it back to we're going through a year with a pandemic. And so there's going to be all types of weird things. And who knows, games canceled. And and if you also have the weekly, is Zim coming back or is Rick going to come back or are they going to be fired, blah, 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 that adds just another element that you don't need. And so it makes even more sense to me to create not super long-term, but create some type of multi-year security. And look, in three years, if it blows up, and it might, that's fine. But I do think the formula that the Wills have hit upon and have used since 2014 is the right one. And so abandoning that now or the people probably seemed to them to not be a great move. And I'd be inclined to agree that that would not be, this was not the right time to create uncertainty. I agree. And if if you just want to get everything that you can knock off right now, kind of like similar to when, when the Wild extended Evison, we, we were surprised by the timing, but also why don't you just take care of something that is easy to take care of right now instead of making it a bigger problem down the road? And I, I think that was a little bit in, in similar to what the Vikings were looking at here is, all right, we, we don't know if the regular season is going to start. We don't even know if we're going to play a dang preseason game. What does our rookie contract situation look like? You know, there, there's a lot of things that are still at play that are a little bit out of their control. How do we pay Dalvin yeah. Cook? You know, that's probably the biggest question that they're going to have to answer between now and week one. So you control the things that you can control. 
And that number one thing was extending Mike Zimmer. And, and for me, I think it was the right move. So we're, we're uh, recording this emergency podcast at 314 on Wednesday afternoon, Declan. And my guess is that it's going to come out at some point in time very soon here that Spielman is going to be extended to or mm-hmm. ha- happen. And I really do think that if there was a question about Rick, I think that got answered in the Wilt mind probably d- during the draft. I mean, you get 15 players. I like the thought process, too. Um, as far as we could tell from around the league, Spielman's draft was absolutely by almost everybody praised. So I would expect here in the next few hours or certainly at the latest the next day, it's going to come up soon that Spielman and Mike probably have both been given three-year extensions. Um, and Rick, look, you can quibble with Rick. Again, the quarterback thing comes back and bugs me at times. But the fact is that Zimmer, Spielman, and Brzezinski, their, their uh, salary cap guru, Rob, has have done a really solid job. And I just can't – the thing I can't emphasize enough is if you are a Viking fan in the last five or six years and you're like, well, I mean, but the playoffs, we haven't done that great in the playoffs. I just – I take you back. Go study 2000, you know, whatever. Five, six, 11. Go back and understand the uncertainty and sometimes the the head-scratching ways of this Vikings team not that long ago. And I think you can see why the Welfs are probably saying, we got a decent thing here. It's probably not the right time to bail on that. Yeah, and and there's really not other head coaches out there that you're that you're really going to be looking for. If, if anything, you are going to be waiting for someone's shoe to drop where you can maybe swoop in and, and, and get them. And I, I don't. I just don't look unless there was a drastic, shocking change in the NFL. I, I just don't see anyone who's that sexier that you could plug in on the Vikings that would make them a better team in 2021, not even 2020, than Vikings. Yeah, unless Sean, unless the Rams and Jared Goff really well, rule blow them out. You get hey Zim, thanks a lot for your service. Here's two years of pay. You're gone. Exactly, and, and you know, as a, as a fellow Goff, no relation. I know what it takes to screw something up. That's really good. So I, I can understand where you they're might going. Be a better- than your fellow golf, than I, your brother. I might be. I honestly might be. That's a good. That's a good point. So I, I think. I think Mike Zimmer has brought us to stability to the organization on and off the field, and the Wilfs Wilfs were smart to reward him with it. Okay, it's an emergency purple podcast again. Uh, Mike Zimmer, the Vikings head coach, has been given a contract extension today. I am uh, Judd. He is Declan. This is uh, the Purple Daily Show.